Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fantastic team win. Um, you know, with, with what these guys have been through uh, these last few weeks and every all the misinformation that's been out there and said and written about this team and, and the attitude and um, togetherness of this team, um, you know, teams that aren't together, teams that don't love each other, teams that are splintered, teams that are selfish, don't go down 14 to nothing. Um, we can't get off the field on defense, can't do anything on offense. Teams that are all those things, they splinter and, and it turns into a, a blowout. They wave the white flag and, and it could have been a, a really, really bad scene in DKR. Um, but the, the win is obviously very important for us in, in what we wanted to accomplish tonight. But the way that it happened to go down 14 to nothing in the, in the blink of an eye in the first two drives. Um, and then obviously we had the, the awful special teams mistake uh, that led to a touchdown, but then to, to outscore them 27 to three from an offensive and defensive perspective to um, have more time of possession than the number two, number three team in the country with time of possession to, um, to rush for 214 yards against one of the top 20 rush defenses in the country and hold them to 51 yards rushing. Um, teams that don't believe, teams that don't have confidence, teams that, that aren't together and play for each other, that doesn't happen. And so uh, obviously extremely proud of the win, uh, but, but maybe, not maybe, but, but definitely more importantly, um, the things that, that this crew has been through these last few weeks um, to overcome what they overcame, uh, it was special. And um, I'm really proud of them. Obviously, um, we, we put ourselves uh, on the ropes and um, we took a step uh, towards swinging and clawing and scratching our way off. But uh, we know we've got to go on the road uh, this week and, and continue to try to get off the ropes. And, um, but doing it with this level of confidence helps. Um, and then really, uh, the, the injury update, obviously, Junior Angilau, um, uh left knee injury, uh, was on crutches. He'll be uh, MRI'd tomorrow. Uh, and then other than that, I think, you know, a couple bumps and bruises here and there, but nothing too serious. Questions? Coach, um, from a defensive perspective, when you guys started out, I think you guys gave up um, five of six third down conversions. They didn't convert another third down after that. Um, from a defensive perspective, what did you guys do to make adjustments? Was it as much as putting the cornerbacks a little bit closer? But what did you guys do to just kind of tighten things up? Uh, I'd like to say it was some you know, magic defense that we called. It wasn't. Um, we played better on first and second down to make those third downs a lot longer. Um, we executed at a much higher level. Uh, we did our jobs. And then we, we, we realized, you know, in man-to-man -man coverage, they had a really good plan early on with some pick 
pick routes and rub routes and things of that nature um, that were giving us some problems. So we, we didn't play um, as much man-to-man coverage uh, on third down after that. But um, I think it starts on first and second down and, and keeping it, um, you know, in third and very manageable for the defense. Tom, you talk about uh, the misinformation that's out there. I mean, what did you make of the last last two weeks run here are hard on any coach, you know, coming off of a loss going into bye week. What what bothered you specifically about what's been apparently out there? I it just um, I've been on record both on my, my radio show and Thursday night. Just when when people print, you know, fifth hand information and it, and it gets said as fact is it's just that's um, irresponsible in in my opinion. Um, but you know, it comes with the territory, you know. I, 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 we knew what we signed up for when, when we came to Texas, and um, the fans have very high expectations, and um, as they should, and we do too. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we know uh, the pulse of the team, and, and um, we know uh, th- those guys in that locker room uh, really, really, really do a great job playing for each other. And, and real quick, obviously the end of the game that that was y'all's Tuesday or Tuesday two minute drill out out there. Just, oh, we got it with six forty five left, so it wasn't much of a two minute drill. <laughs> right, but the same kind of concept though. And how much how much specifically the management of the end to kind of eat up the clock and set up Dicker to not give them any more time? Yeah, I, I was, you know, again we pride ourselves in our clock management. I think you've seen that um, time and time again. Uh, was. I, I said the gods were kind of uh, shining on us that we lined up in an illegal formation when, when Sam scored because that probably wasn't the, the prudent thing to do. I got talked into it uh, by uh, the O-line and Sam. But, um, you know, to be able to, to milk that thing all the way down with, to three seconds with um, the kicker and, and, and unit that we have, uh, it was, again, to take possession with 6.45 in a tie ball game uh, and ended with a win and, and with double zeros on the clock, 13 plays and 67 yards later. That's, that's pretty impressive. Tom, just your thoughts about a guy like Denzel Okafor having to come off the bench in the second half and just how he played after, you know, I mean, I know he's played in each game, but not playing as much as he did today. Yeah, I, again, I, I don't know specifically how he played as an individual. Uh, I, you know, we, we have a tremendous amount of confidence in him. Uh, he's he's been our sixth guy all year, uh, but I do know we ran the ball really really well in the second half, um, and I'm sure he had a lot to do with that. Yeah. Tom, any tweaks on your defense? It looked like Malcolm Roach was that linebacker a little bit and covered a running back on a wheel route, and and the fact that you didn't get beat, your receivers didn't get behind y'all. Uh, not not really. Uh, you know if. When we've been in base, uh, Malcolm's been our, our boundary linebacker. So when they're in 12 or 21 or 22 personnel and, and we're in base, um, he stands up, and, and that was the personnel group they were in. So that's that's been pretty standard all season. Um, and then, no, I don't, I don't think we we did a whole lot uh, from a don't let them get by you perspective. You know, we, we played better technique. We, we mixed the coverages up really well. And... And we we did our job. We, you know, we we played our assignments um, much much better than we have in the last few weeks. 
Say it again. Uh, I think probably you're referring to the, the end of half drive that, you know, they got the ball with a minute and some change left. And uh, I think the prudent thing to do was, you know, not get beat deep. And, you know, we didn't surrender any points on that drive. So, um, you know, other than that, I think, yeah, they completed a couple hitches and, you know, the, the, the bubble fits, we got to do a better job on, you know, with our, our corner coming up, we, we let the ball get outside of us uh, too much. Uh, but, other than that, I you know I thought our guys you know in the back end played pretty well. Coach, we can't leave here without yeah. talking about Ingram's play. Obviously, he looked like the best he's been all year. A little bit of a combination of the quickness and the patience that you've been asking for him. I mean, he was really the guy that you were looking for tonight, wasn't he? Yeah, and I think you hit the nail on the head in terms of patience. You know, we we, we knew. Um, you know how explosive he is when he accelerates, um, but you got to let the things develop. You've you've got to, um, and he didn't always. I, I think the one thing with a running back, you've got to make a decision. You got to live with it full freaking speed. And um, you know there were times in the past where he'd make a decision. Oh, that that wasn't exactly what I thought it was. And then it was try to bounce around and, and make something else happen. And he didn't do that tonight. He made a decision. And once you make that first decision, it's your job to make it right. And, and he did that. And I think he's playing with a lot of confidence. Right? He's 230 pounds, guys. Um, you know, I, I don't know what he played at last year, but he's, he's a lot more confident um, in his body. He's a lot more confident in his strength and his power. Um, and, and he's, you know, last few weeks, he's, he's been playing at a really good level. Yeah, Tom, uh, you know, when your struggles happen, you look to your leaders to, to come through. You had Devin DuVernay, Colin Johnson, and then Brandon Jones with that big punt return. Uh, talk about what, what those guys brought during that bye week and um, how they performed today. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you always want your your best players to be your hardest workers, and that's pretty common around here. Um the guys that work their tails off and, and not only lead, but lead by example um, are some of our best players. And they, they came through and, and really, really um, in, in this game, certainly. Uh, but the guy that gets overlooked is Malcolm Roach. Um, you know, he lived in that backfield and man, you should have heard him pregame, halftime, on the sideline. Um, you know, I've told him time and time again, Whenever his football career is done and he wants to get into coaching to call me because I'll, I'll make a spot somewhere uh, in our program for him because he's, he's a natural at it. Obviously, he's a coach's kid, um, but uh, this means a lot to him. And um, he, is, he has the ability to relate to everybody in that locker room. And um, the things that he says are very passionate but also very poignant. And... Um, I, I thought all those those captains, Sam did a great job, Shaq did a great job, um, you know, and, and when they come through and they play well in big games, uh, I think it's a great example uh, to the rest of the team that, hey, maybe there is something to this, uh, uh, you know, working hard and grinding all the time and, and staying out of trouble and all that stuff that um, really, really good things happen to guys that, that do that. Thank you. Oh. 
Uh, just playing off a, a Seth's question real quick, um, Brandon Jones, can you just talk about his bounce back? I mean, he gives up, he misses two tackles that, you know, eventually results in, in touchdowns, but he also comes back and, and plays solid and has that big punt return that leads to another score. And I believe that was him that forced the fumble too, right, uh, on, on that. So, yeah, you're, you're going to miss tackles in space. Um, it, it happens. And um, we try to um, make sure that our guys – be aggressive. You know, we don't want them breaking down, stopping their feet and getting juked, if you will. Um, so we take our shot and, and we trust that there's 10 other guys uh, that are going to rally. And, and if I miss, then these 10 other guys are, are going to get them on the ground. And uh, I can't say enough, you know, for, for um, him to not lose any confidence. He played fast. He played fearless tonight. Um, and then obviously the punt return was huge. Uh, in terms of a, a swing in, in field position and obviously set up a touchdown.